and welcome to the Dear Self with Love podcast. My name is Jenna Knapp and I will be your host. I am so excited to be recording this first episode of this new podcast. Um, I, If you recognize my name, if you've been around for a while, um, I was the host of a podcast called the Mental Wealth and Wellness Podcast that I started back in 2019, was pretty consistent with for a while, and became pretty sporadic with um, over the past couple years. Uh, I hadn't recorded an episode since July, and when I was gearing back up to return after a seven-month mental health leave, I was debating between jumping back on there or just starting brand new here like I wanted to do deep deep down but I was like oh no I'll just make the transition slowly um, so I don't confuse anyone right and then when I was getting everything set up yesterday and moving my podcast I truly lost the RSS feed in the ethers and could not get it to come back to any specific home so I took that as a sign to just dive on in and start new here. Um, Dear Self with Love is going to live, its home base is going to be on Substack. Eventually, it'll be on other platforms too. But if you're listening to this right away, uh, it's Valentine's Day 2023. And I've got a very special, short and sweet episode to kick this party off with with you. All about dating yourself and the joy that comes with that. Um, just so you know, like some things you can expect from this podcast, um, and from this space, which will also have like supporting blog posts and you can always sign up to get notifications. It'll kind of read as a newsletter, get little pings in your email box with options to become a paid subscriber where you'll get access to the group chat and also monthly guided meditations by yours truly. Um, this is fun. So if you if you're brand new to Substack and you haven't um, ever explored it, I recommend just like kind of checking it out and um, exploring around. So here on the Dear Self with Love podcast, we are going to celebrate the infinite ways that we can strengthen the one relationship that matters most, the one we have with ourselves. This will mean exploring the different ways that we can deepen self-care practices, self-love practices um, through different modalities, different tricks, different habits, different life hacks of how we can go deeper with ourselves, different questions, different linguistics that break open different ways of thinking that allow us to access the subconscious mind and really get in touch with what's going on in our innermost selves. Um, it's also going to be a space to embrace just enjoying your own company where you can hold yourself accountable and be present to all of your growth and celebrate all of your growth. I'm all about celebrating wins and taking different examples and stories and metaphors for how we can celebrate each step of the way. Um, I'm going to be weaving in my experience as an artist, as a space holder, as a self-love life coach, as a neuro-linguistic programming master practitioner, 
and trainer, which are just fancy words for saying I love working with people and teaching them, showing them, helping them embrace all the hidden gems, hidden magic they already have within inside of them relating to understanding their subconscious mind. And um, that's what I want to share with you here, just this fusion of all the things I've learned over the almost four years inside of my business um, and going way back to all the creative energy I've had as an artist and my career as an artist and just thinking of how we can approach these different topics in a way that allows us to soften, to slow down, and to just hold deep space for ourselves. So that's a little bit about what you can expect here. And as you know, like diving into this topic of dating yourself is a perfect place to start. And it's so special because this day, February 14th, when I'm recording this, is a Hallmark holiday that can perpetuate the stereotype that we need to be with other people on this day. You know, whether it's a rom romantic partner or Galentine's Day or whatever it might be, it still is like this energy around like being with someone. And I want to challenge all of us to say like, what if we are just radically excited to be alone with ourselves? Could that be so bad? Um, so as we look at this, I want to kind of break down what dating yourself might be and different people might define it different things. But for me, I just want to clarify, like it's not limited to what you might think it is and it's not needing to be single to date yourself. It's not being, um, on a break from relationships and saying, I'm just going to date myself. You can absolutely date yourself if you're in a short-term partnership, long-term partnership, um, if you're already single, if you're just starting to date, if you're casually hooking up with people, whatever it might be, anyone, anyone, anyone can date themselves. And um, dating yourself to me is uh, carving out the time for you where you don't seek out other people to fill it with, right? Because that can be a thing that we do. Um, as a way to avoid time with ourselves, which has a lot of deeper meanings, right? Or potential meanings behind it of like, well, why are we avoiding that time with ourselves? Um, and it can also be the time you spend with yourself. Like, let's say when you're alone at home or you have some free time, like, do you fill it right away with scrolling on your phone or, you know, binging something on Netflix or Hulu? These can be examples of the ways that we would avoid time with ourselves. So dating yourself is when you are really present to making that choice. Like we are going to spend time together today. You might look in the mirror. If you're into mirror work, you might be like, let's hang out. I love you. I also think the sense of wonder that can come with when you're starting to talk to someone new or you're um, getting like you know, through the icebreaker questions and just like maybe you're, or maybe you're like, in a season of new love and you're like find yourself creating a pod I'm not, I'm not creating a podcast creating a playlist that makes you feel really inspired or just like kind of puts you in that different dimension like puppy love or whatever and you like feel like you're starting to get to know yourself in a in a different way maybe you can relate to this it's like how can we create that feeling but for ourselves when we're like really deeply getting to know ourselves really deeply just loving being alone, um, feeling good in our own company. 
maybe you've craved a day where you just want alone time so you can do the things that you want to do. It's that. Dating yourself is that mixed with this, you know, just deep dive into getting to know yourself the same way you would get to know someone else. Like, think of all the questions you ask when you're starting to get to know someone on a date. What would happen if you ask yourself those, right? Because when you ask yourself those questions, it might be different than you might have a different answer come out than what would happen if you are receiving those questions from someone else. Um, and there's different ways to go even deeper with that when it comes to like getting to know yourself, right? Like dating yourself could be having these sorts of conversations with yourself in your journal. Maybe you already do this through morning pages or having different prompts that you respond to or different workbooks that you like working through. Uh, but having that level of vulnerability of like exploring new parts of yourself through peeling back those layers, I think is another big part of it. Um, the first time I distinctly remember being like, this isn't going to be a date. Um, it wasn't until 2016. I was like in my mid twenties and I had never really embraced that concept before. Um, but I vividly remember the day and it just so happens that it was Valentine's Day, which is sort of what inspired this episode. Um, but I was coming out of a really deep depression, like a year and a half long depression. And I just, I woke up feeling a little bit differently. Like it felt like some energy was lifting. The sun was out. I had a shift at my job at the salad bar at the Milwaukee public market. And as someone who is like perpetually late to everything, like by two minutes, I somehow got myself together, was like excited to go to work, felt really like optimistic about the day, which was a brand new feeling for me. I hadn't felt it in a long time. And I like went to the dollar store and I got these like Valentine's Day decals to put on the mirror and, or not the mirror, the, um, like the, the barrier between the salad bar and the customers. I went into work early and like put it up and just like had a good shift, right? And by the end of the shift, I was sort of shopping around and feeling like excited, like, ooh, like I'm going to buy myself a bottle of red wine. I'm going to get myself this piece of chocolate flourless cake, which was so good and something that I saved for like special occasions. But I never would do that kind of thing for myself or like kind of curate like a little, a little meal for myself to have back at home. And when I got off of work that night and I went home, I just put some music on and had like some deep journaling time with myself where I was like processing kind of what it felt like I was coming out of. And you know, if you've ever felt like a depression lift before, if you've been coming out of the, that on the other side, you know that that can be a double-edged sword. You can be like really happy that it's happening, but if it's like day one, you don't always trust it, right? So you like hold on to it like oh my gosh this is a good day like I'm gonna hold on to this because I don't know when I'm gonna feel this again and um you savor it right so I just remember I stayed up late I was savoring it I enjoyed that wine I enjoyed that flourless cake and I just I felt like I took such good care of myself that day and then the ripple effect of that was like I was being nice to co-workers and customers and just just felt different, but that was my first memory of carving this time and be like, I am so okay with having this solo time tonight by myself and there is no one else I'd rather be with. And I just wonder like me saying those words, can you think of a time when 
you just had that sensation of like, there's no one else I'd rather be with than myself right now. Just take a moment to think about it. And if you can locate it, like just try to figure out like, what made you feel that way? What was it that you really wanted to do with that time? Did you get excitement and butterflies, like anticipation? Like, oh, this is, this is special. This is rare. I got to savor this. What emotions came up for you? I'm also so lucky because I've had other awesome examples of different women in my life who have been like fearlessly just like proud and confident and brave when it comes to um, dating themselves and prioritizing that. I don't know if they would call it that, but when I look at it, it's like, oh yeah, you were taking yourself on a date. You're like doing the things that most people would like need someone else to do it with, right? Or like society has taught us, like you have to do this with someone else. Like my mom, for example, who, since I was a little girl who like loves the movies and would never need to go with someone else. Sure, she would like to if it worked out, but she'd go to a matinee by herself, no questions asked does that to this day, soaks it up as a retired person, sees a lot of movies, enjoys that. And the movies can be a place where we're taught, like you have to do that with someone else, which is weird because when we go to the movies, it's not like we're talking to the person we're with. So really, are we afraid of the judgment of being seen sitting alone? Like no one's going to come up and talk to us and be like, oh wow, you're alone. Or like no one's going to say anything about us like on the way into the movie theater alone. So where does that come from, right? Like there's this judgment around going places alone. I think it's changing and shifting, but notice who in your life does those things and just like celebrate them for a minute because I also am thinking of some of my friends who like will go to a farmer's market alone or like set themselves up in a park with a picnic and just have a big day of like, studying or uh, journaling or like reading up on their favorite their favorite topic and learning some new things like those things of just really being able to carve out that time um you can be inspired by the people in your life that are already doing it if this is a new concept to you and if i'm talking about all of this and and you are sort of like, but Jenna, I don't know where to start. I get you. I've been there. I've had plenty of meltdowns in my life about when I do have free time, I start to like freak out because I don't know how to fill it. Or I feel like I have to fill it with something productive. Or I feel like I have to, um, like, I, I don't even know what the word is. Like, I get anxious about it because it feels like daunting and overwhelming because it can be so rare. If you identify as like a recovering uh, people pleaser, it can be the default to default to someone else's suggestion. It can be the default to just like minimize your own wants and desires for like what you would do if you're going out to um, have outing with a friend or a date. You could just be the type of person who is like, what do you want to do? And you let the other person decide. But what happens when no one else is there to decide and it's just you? And if you're having a hard time of thinking about what you would do, I promise you that those ideas are already inside of you and it just, we just got to pull them out. So today I want to leave you with this prompt that I've done for myself countless of times because um, it can always be changing, right? And I've shared with my clients over the years and my students 
and um, I think can really help you. So if you're ever stuck with thinking like, well, where do I start or how do I go about deciding what I want to do? Um, you can do something called a joy brain dump. So where you're not so much thinking like, what's a, like curating a date right away? Like what's a date I would take myself on or how would I spend this time? You can just set a timer, get a piece of paper and a pen and just write for the duration of the timer. I like to suggest something like 10 minutes because you're going to be writing all the things that bring you joy right? It can be sensory pleasures, different activities you like to do, different like modalities, like if it's like, you know, breath work or yoga or meditation, right? We would, we would like break it down rather than just saying exercise. You would say like walking, skiing, kickboxing, right? Break it all the way down. And rather than just meditation, say breath work, guided meditation, hypnosis, um, frequencies, like break it all the way down so you have a nice juicy list and just for those 10 minutes write as much as you can and what usually happens is around the three to five minute mark people will start to feel like they're tapping out like maybe they're like running out of scene they don't have any more ideas and that's when i encourage people to just keep going because in that moment when you just keep going and you um, sort of push through or peel back the layers and ask yourself, what else, what else, what else? That's when some new stuff will start to come or maybe things that you are pushing yourself to think of but or remember. Um, but when it comes, you're like, oh yeah, that's it. Um, and this is really something that I do with my clients a lot when you're asking you know, coaching questions is you'll go like, what else, what else, why else? What else? Like you just keep going until you hit what we call the void where there's like nothing else. But if you continue to ask someone like, what else, what else, what else? That's when some of the, like the deepest desires come out. So do that with yourself. Maybe 10 minutes is too short for you. Then expand it to the point where it feels a little bit uncomfortable, but grab a cozy drink, put some good scents on, whether it's a candle or a diffuser or incense put some nice music on and just allow yourself to have this flow of consciousness of all the things that bring you joy. And then when you are done, you can look at this list and you can start to curate different things and pull different things to have um, a date, whether it's having a night in or having an outing out, whatever that might be. Um, it might, you know, having a mixture of like the sensory pleasures in there it might be like just journaling at home with your favorite candle and your favorite drink while your favorite music is on. Like that's enough, right? That's huge. That's a big, amazing thing to do for yourself to like tap into all those different senses at once and just to make it feel like a luxurious experience. Um, you might have uh, um, a fun time trying, rather than curating, you might have a fun time bringing in elements of chance into it. I'll never forget this. One of um, my students from my previous program, The Mental Wealth Method, had suggested like, oh, I'm going to cut these things up and put them in a little jar so that when, I, when I'm stuck or feel like I need a little bit of inspiration or I just don't even feel like I have energy to decide, I'm just going to pull from this jar. You could do that. 
you could try that and bring chance into it and just commit to like whatever I pull out I'm gonna do this maybe you pull out a few things and you commit to having a bigger outing or maybe it means you're gonna go get a coffee while before you go to the bookstore right like you compare the the places that you want to go the activities you want to do and the sensory things that bring you joy together to just make a magical day for yourself um, and you you deserve this and if it feels scary you can just start small you can start small with a night in for your, yourself and see how that feels but one thing I'd like to invite you to do is that if you feel inspired to give this a try one this is a great week to do it or whenever you're listening to this it's always a great time to do this um, but take note in the following days how you feel like when you fall asleep that night ask yourself like how was that for me and then when you wake up the next morning like do another little scan like what what feels different if anything and then see how how that felt for you and take note of like maybe it brought up really really good feelings maybe it brought up uncomfortable feelings um, if it does that's okay that's normal too but to just embrace this challenge of spending this time with yourself and then being able to learn from it and see what comes up is such an awesome step in the right direction of being able to do these sorts of things um, more frequently for yourself whether they're small or big whether you de dedicate one day a month to yourself like this whether you need to make it a weekly occurrence you know, it could just be 30 minutes a week or an hour a week that you give yourself. Um, it could be 15, you know, like whatever you can work with, showing yourself this time, showing yourself this energy and prioritizing the things that you want to do without negotiating with anyone else is one of the most positive messages that we can send ourselves as we deepen our relationship with self. Oh, so I will leave you with that. I would love, love, love to hear how this resonates with you. If you're listening to this on Substack, there are comments down below. Please leave me a comment and let me know what you think, what you did, what came up for you in your joy brain dump. What date are you planning for yourself this week? Um, please let me know. I'd love to hear and I'll get back to you. And um, please definitely subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and if this resonated with you and you think it might resonate with a friend feel free to to share it with them that would mean a lot so thank you so much for being here and i can't wait to return again with another episode soon and just keep getting to know you in this space and this new podcast name that we're under now um thank you for having this uh, first episode with me. I really appreciate you. Happy Valentine's Day. Go love yourself. Mm. Until next time, lots of love.